0: Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowell Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I'm joined by Rainier. Rainier, how's it going, man? Hey, Henry. All right, so today is Monday, October 30th, the day before Halloween. Happy Halloween. Hollow Eve. That's right, that's right and um something pretty interesting happened this past weekend san diego comic-con pre-reg now already back
1: (laughs) it's already already here i feel like we just left yeah so
0: yeah so san diego comic-con attendees this is like a year-round thing like either you're preparing for comic-con you're going to comic-con you're recovering recapping or you're you know getting ready for badges like this is how far in advance it is you know it's it's october and the convention is in july of all of
1: all of those options you are always stressing about comic-con
0: yes there's always (laughs) a level of stress now some may call it excitement (laughs) but it's definitely stressful there's no question about it and uh, everything i just mentioned you know preparing standing in line while you're at the con or afterward just well maybe not so much afterward the afterward can be kind of nice where you're sort of basking in the glory or you're just chilling out and looking back at all the awesome stuff that happened um but that's pretty much the only time (laughs) you know like soon after the convention is over that's you know you got to start getting ready for the next one
1: you know see all that stress and anxiety I do have a number of friends that, because of those very reasons, they've stopped going to Comic-Con every year.
0: Yeah, and um, guess what? I am now one of those people. I am not
1: going to San Diego Comic-Con 2018. The line has been drawn. You <laughs> put a stake in the ground. yeah. You're holding yeah. your ground very firmly that you're not going.
0: Yeah, yeah, and a big part of it is kind of what you just mentioned like it is a very stressful thing you know um, I wouldn't say that's the entire reason um, but that's a big part of it you know like uh, it's uh, it's not for the faint-hearted <laughs> you know if you're looking for a nice fun vacation or a little getaway this is not it man
1: <laughs> here's the kicker though no. pre registered did happen Saturday morning And we actually still did buy tickets for Henry and his wife (laughs) a day. (laughs) And the reason why this is happening is because we still want to keep a stakehold with his member ID for 2019. (laughs) So he doesn't get shut out of pre-reg. Right. There's an interesting
0: thing with um, returning attendees. So we're calling it pre reg. I don't think they even call it that anymore. That's kind of an old school term, right? They call I
1: it return d- registration now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Return or returning registration, I think. Uh, but
1: yeah. Um, and so because we bought you that ticket, I feel like there's still hope. There's a lot of time <laughs> between now and July for us to convince Henry and his wife. To join us for a day at So Comic-Con. this
0: is like, you know, in The Godfather where, like, I'm trying to get out, but they just suck me back in, you know? <laughs> like, that's what's happening here. <laughs> like, they're keeping the door open. Like, oh, if you want to go, we got you a badge, you know? Um, I understand the rationale for, for getting it. Even if I don't go, like what Rainier is saying, there, there's an advantage to that. Like, if if you're in the system as a returning attendee, um you get this priority registration. So, like this past weekend, Saturday, the 28th, only returning attendees could participate. So, your chances of getting a badge for next year are immensely higher than the upcoming open registration. That's like the entire world can take part in that. And it's a lot harder.
1: Yeah, to they get did the in. math, they backed it out to returning registration. You have maybe a 50% shot of getting in. Yeah, of getting something. Yeah, and then open registration for people that didn't attend the previous year, it diminishes down to like six, five or six percent.
0: Oh yeah, your chances are are much, much lower.
1: So yeah, there is an advantage to that returning attendee thing. So that's going to be the goal of our team here. We've been working together for the last, what, five years to get to Comic-Con together? Yeah, We've made it yeah. every year, and we don't want uh, Henry to fuck up the rotation, so we're keeping <laughs> the spirit alive for him, and we're going we're gonna to find a way to take him to Comic-Con. <laughs> we're going to kidnap him and bring him to San Diego. We'll see. We'll see. And yeah, it was it,
0: it, I felt a void on Saturday, you know like I felt like something's missing, man, you know. Um, but I did try to help out as much as I could. You know, I did have the returning registration login. So essentially, my wife and I did provide to this this super team of Comic-Con attendees that uh, Rainier and I have been a part of. We, we provided it and it's like it's like two extra lottery tickets in, in in this process you know so um every every little bit helps and yeah it's crazy we've talked a lot about how difficult it is to, to go to comic-con to get the badges and how much you know how much people want to go and how much you know the supply completely is is cannot hold up to the demand, you know? And he, th- there's a great example of this. So Rainer, why don't you tell us a little bit about the little snafu that happened to you guys on oh, Saturday?
1: Oh yeah, we had a bit of a hack Yeah, happen in, in against against our system that we normally do. Well, let me rewind back a little bit. So yeah, every year when returning registration happens, this is our routine. We get together, we have a dial-in so we're in communication, we are We are united in text and Slack messages. Mm -hmm. And we also have Twitter open to see, like, what the rest of the world is seeing uh, for Comic-Con. Yeah. (laughs) And so for Saturday morning from, I want to say 7 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m., like, nothing exists (laughs) except for the world of Comic-Con registration. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, Saturday morning. Same routine every year for the last five years. We've been coming up and getting lucky. And to put things into per- perspective, I, I have some friends that ha- I've offered to have them join our group. Mm-hmm. And we've managed to get lucky for the last you know handful of years. Yeah. And for whatever reason, if their schedules just don't pan out, they they don't join. And they've been unsuccessful getting tickets every year. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people for the last, like, five, six years, like, I cannot get Comic-Con tickets. Right, right. And so, I, I mean you know, I definitely feel lucky that we all are able to manage getting tickets every year. So,
0: yeah. And, um, and just, just to add to that, like this, you know, I felt, I I mentioned how I felt, you know, kind of like this void. It's been a big thing for the last several years, you know, coming together and we don't, we don't mess around, man. This is like a military operation, SEAL Team Six or something, you know, we got like a conference call, we got Google Docs, we got um, Slack going, you know, um, it, we, we prep beforehand, you know, like th- there's there's a lot of, of thought and effort that goes into this. And yes, it does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, and it pays off, man. Like we hear so many people who like who just go solo. I'm going to take a crack at this like odds are against you, man. But there's strength in numbers and there's a lot to this sort of pre-planning and uh, we we we've made it work really well for several years now
1: so fast forward to uh this past saturday yeah the morning of the way it works is there's a waiting room that you have to log into before registration starts at nine o'clock and so this registration room opens uh, i believe at eight o'clock okay and this is comic con just saying okay you're in the waiting room and we know that you are going to be registering when registration opens at nine if you miss a registration room before 9, you're out. Yeah. So there's a strict time frame. And so this time around, we're all in our waiting rooms at around, I want to say 8, 15, 8, 30-ish. Mm-hmm. One of our friends decides to take a picture of the waiting room. Mm-hmm. Um, and little did he know that uh, there's a blog we follow Uh, is comic cons sdccblog.com or something like that yeah sdccblog.com exactly for them yeah it's a great it's a great resource for comic con yeah yeah and they answer everyone's questions which is great they're great uh but they posted something something along the lines of do not post pictures of your of your waiting room Mm -hmm. like laptop screen uh, because people are finding people's uh member id this is a unique code that's for every single person that allows them to be uh, eligible for registration yep and one of our friends unknowingly takes the picture tweets it out and um how did it start uh <laughs> i mean he
0: was just kind of excited like here we go and he, he had like multiple computers up
1: As and, and this you, is something you know, that we've done this is something we've done every year too like you know some of us will post pictures on on instagram right you know, Twitter, right or facebook you know, just showing that we're, you know, what we're being pre- what we're pre- preparing for. Yeah, <laughs> and just
0: kind of getting caught up in the excitement. It's an yeah.
1: exciting time. But this time around, if you take a, pe- a clear picture of your URL, in the URL is this member ID, which is unique to you, which anyone actually could steal. And, yeah. and his actually got stolen. Yeah. When he logged in, uh, I don't know how long it took, but he realized that he was getting booted out. And so I think he might have thought maybe it was just a connection issue. Mm-hmm. So he'd log back in and it just kept happening over and over. He'd log in, it would boot him out, he'd log in and he's like, This is a, this can't be coincidence. Yeah. Turns out someone grabbed his member ID, someone was savvy enough out there to, you know, peruse Twitter. And they found his member ID. Th- that's the level of, like, insanity. The level of competition. Yeah. People will sink to that level. Off the charts. To try to steal someone's member ID so that it'll increase chances for them to buy tickets.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's not as if whoever this person is. Whoever this
1: person is, you're a scumbag, number one. I don't know who you are. I you hope suck. I hope that person gets found. And gets fucking booted and kicked out for life. You can get kicked out for life for comedy. Yeah,
0: that's just that's a real scumbag move, man. Bastard. This person, uh, the the nerd karma is gonna get this person, man. I'm telling you. But uh, you know, but it's it's crazy because it's not like our friend's login was just taken. You know, this person was basically fighting
1: with our buddy. You know, like they keep like. There was this back and forth, right? Yeah, like it was a tennis match of, <laughs> okay, who's going to log in and who's going to be logged in when the registration happens. So
0: I have to think that whoever this person was, this thief, they probably weren't successful in in getting a badge through our friend's login because like it's not like I said, it's not like it was taken from him. it was it was like shared in this weird way. and they probably it probably didn't work out for anyone. You know, from from what yeah, I because think. what
1: happens is if you if you are in the unfortunate situation of having a bad connection and you get booted out for whatever reason from the registration room, it actually puts you back in the queue. Uh, or even if you res- refresh your page, um, it puts you in the back of the queue of this lottery system, allowing you into the registration page.
0: Right, which means you're screwed. Like if you're putting it at the back of the line <laughs> you're not getting a badge <laughs> basically yeah. right because it, the 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 inventory goes quick you know if you're not a part of that initial waiting room uh, queue then yeah, forget it you're out so it, it's funny it just reminds me of you remember the past uh, presidential election a lot of people were like taking selfies at their polling station yeah which
1: is illegal uh, uh, in different states
0: yeah you're not supposed to do that you're not similar to, do that. to this you know uh returning registration for comic-con like don't take pictures right but the funny thing is there there really weren't any repercussions to people taking photos right i think justin timberlake did it i guess some celebrities did it you know (laughs) haha very funny um but you know they were just they were told like oh you're not supposed to do that but there were no repercussions but there were, there were real-life repercussions for doing it here. We were, you know, we were completely witness to
1: it, right? Yeah, I still so can't believe that happened. That's, that's insane, crazy. You know, yeah. so,
0: like, the, the, the level of scrutiny and, and uh, tension is, like, you could argue greater than a presidential election. <laughs> like, it's fucking insane, man. Some wild shit, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to ask you this though. So Henry, you were not part of our returning registration this year. So when eight o'clock, nine o'clock hit, were you awake at that time? By the way, oh yeah, I was, and um,
0: yeah. For did you check the tweets, (laughs) the deets of the tweets? I uh, you know I felt you know kind of like Obi Wan Kenobi when he felt Alderon exploding. (laughs) Like I I felt something. You know, I felt the presence. Um, I purposefully avoided everything. I like. I, tr- I tried to, you know, just kind of go cold turkey off of all of it, you we know. Just
1: shut the switch off completely. <laughs> yeah. Not even look.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me talk about that a little bit, like just this void in my life. You know, like I have to say, you know, okay, so with San Diego Comic-Con has been a big part of my life. And um, I've been going since 2012 every year you know 2012 through 2017 so that's 6 years and um and I mean t- 2012 I guess I didn't go like full bore you know like I just had a sunday badge you didn't go full con and <laughs> then go full con I, I just got a taste of it you know um it's all takes but the next 5 years certainly I was uh I was fully invested and in, like yeah I think part of the reason why I kind of decided not to go anymore is that I did really just go, like, all in. And I've kind of described before on previous episodes here that I would sort of try to get the full experience. You know, I would uh, would do a little cosplay. You know, I'd go for autograph draws. I would go to panels. I would do the overnight camping thing and off-sites, you know, you name it. Um, and just, like, like zero sleep, basically, you know? And, yeah, you know, like, uh, again, I think I've talked about it, but this past Comic-Con was, like, a total triumph. I got to do all kinds of really, really awesome stuff. And, yeah, maybe there was an aspect of, you know, quit while I'm ahead, you know? Like, it was such a great con. This past summer was amazing, you know? Um, and also, I did feel like, hey, you know, I, I've kind of done everything i've wanted to do with san diego comic-con you know there's there's really not a whole lot that I've, i feel like oh like i still want to take a shot at this certain thing you know um that's not to say year to year different guests appear and you know there's every every year's unique so there is a reason to continue going of course you know but you know from my perspective um I've done a lot, you know, and it's been, it's been, I would never take back anything. And this is when I'm saying I'm not going, it's not like, oh, like fuck Comic-Con, I'm over that shit. No, it's like, I'm, I'm like leaving on like the best possible terms in a way, you
1: know? Uh, so. Controlling your own destiny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. It's like, it's been great. And, uh. Yeah, I think I'm ready to just kind of let go of it. And, and the, the stress part of it, that's definitely part of it, you know. It's stressful, like, especially these last few years, like, there is this kind of feeling that's like, oh, if I, if I don't kind of, you know, get more out of the con than I have the previous year or past years, maybe it's, like, wasn't quite worth it. And I, I just keep upping the ante in a way, you know. So... I mean, that's just kind of my own, like, crazed thinking, can, <laughs> I guess. Can I ask you
1: this? Has there ever been a Comic-Con that has let you down? Like, say you, there was something you wanted to do, unable to do it, or something you just got shut out of, and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. Has there been a Comic-Con that has let you down that you've attended? There has. There has. You know, um,
0: yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. There was specifically one year I did walk away, I'm like, I don't know, man, like, what was the point of that? <laughs> anyway, I can remember the year is 2015, you know? So, um, like I was saying, I was going, I've gone 2012 through 2017. And every year, including 2012, where I just went for a Sunday and some off-site stuff, uh, they've all been really awesome, except for this one year. Um, and it just speaks to, like, how, how much of a crapshoot San Diego Comic Con can be, right? Like, we've talked about this, too, about how uh, you can't just show up and have all this cool shit happen to you, right? You really got to fight for it, you fight know? Fight for it, find your fun. Or it's just it's just dumb luck. Or luck, or maybe probably even more so. Yeah, get lucky, you know? But the effort is definitely part of it, you know?
1: So let's hear more about this disappointing experience. <laughs> what, what happened? I mean, there's
0: not much to say uh, other than the fact that like nothing nothing really really awesome happened to me that year okay this is a good nothing podcast worthy (laughs) to speak about nothing not really nothing well see that's what i'm saying here so every year at least one really mind-blowing thing has happened to me and to set that expectation is that that's not a good thing. It it, no. it sets you right. it sets yourself up for disaster <laughs> basically, because a lot of time and effort goes into going to San Diego Comic Con, and um, I guess I've been lucky because every year other than 2015, something like really awesome has happened, you know. And the fact that it didn't happen that year was really disappointing, you know. Um, and that should be, like, to me, just just on the odds, like the chances of something super awesome not happening is pretty high. So, like, I think that was part of my thinking. Like, uh, so year after year, am I going to be like chasing this dragon, <laughs> you know? Like, get it going for that fix, that 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 high. Um, it's just kind of bad perspective to take i was mean I, I can't remember you know?
1: was i i know i was there in 2015 oh yeah 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 what you did, were there what, did, what happened what did what was the big thing that year <laughs> um
0: i couldn't tell you like so i don't for know me, i've
1: been going to comic-con for so long that it all blends together yeah, yeah. really my only see, recent memory of comic-con is the last maybe couple of years
0: yeah so see rainer i think you have a healthier attitude here you're like i'm just gonna show up and just you know have some fun you know <laughs> Gather with whatever my happens. fellow geeks. Yeah, whatever yeah. happens, it's all good, man. But no, I, dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, crazy about this shit. I, I, I like, I track, I like, I, I log, like, like the awesomest shit that's ever happened like to me at Comic Con. Oh, you
1: have an itinerary, right?
0: Well, I, I have the itinerary to, to prepare yeah. for Comic-Cons, but afterward, I like, I journal, like, I write, I like, I, like, I log, like, the best five. Top five moments for me. You know, this is. I did a, not know that about you. This really. is not healthy, <laughs> man. Like and um, like, all this awesome shit does happen, man, and it's great. Um, some years better than others, and th- th- yeah, that one year it was like, what happened? Nothing, nothing like, nothing like uh, incredible happened that what, year. What was the know? big pr-
1: movie premiere that was happening that year?
0: Okay, so well, Avengers: Age of Ultron had already come out. Like that that Ultra, was right. like. Yeah, earlier, like May 2015. So that had already come out. Um, I think Ant Man was promoting. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, what was the DC stuff out there? Were they promoting Batman, Superman? Oh, I think maybe they were. Oh, was think. that the year I was in Hall H with uh, Dennis's cousin? <laughs> that might have been it. Oh yeah, was that it? Two years ago. That oh my god, that was an exhausting year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but look, yeah, I don't want to. Okay, so so what, a, lot, a lot of what I'm saying is like this psychosis going in my own brain. You know, it has nothing to do with the experience itself. Like this is something I would recommend to any geek to experience San Diego Comic Con. It, it's 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 amazing. You know, it's 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 really an awesome thing. Um, yeah, recent times has gotten. Maybe too much, you know, like overcrowding and the lines are, are a lot to deal with. But uh, you know, in the end, we're pop culture, comic book, sci-fi geeks. We, it's this is it's great. If you're into any of this stuff, you know, you can get something out of San Diego, San Diego Comic
1: Con. No question. Yeah, so I'm the, I'm the polar opposite of you. Um, I don't put together an itinerary. I barely look at the event guides that they post yeah. like a week prior. Um, I, usually, I usually take like the plane ride over there or like the night before in the hotel to sort of put together a loose plan or a mm-hmm. rough idea of, yeah. of where I'm going to go. But I kind of just go with the flow, man. And a lot of it, too, is just talking to your neighbors that you're in line with what's going on. Or, you know, checking social media to see where or what is happening. And every year, I mean, I've been going to this thing for a long time. And I don't think there's ever been a disappointing year. Only because, like, you just run into just random things that are just surprising. And, yeah, it's... I, I always manage to find something new every year mm-hmm. as long as I've been going. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it seems like there's an end in sight for you, Henry, this year with you not going this year. <laughs> yeah. For me, I'm going to ride this train till the wheels fall off, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep going until either I can't get tickets. Glad to hear it. Or I just can't go. Like, that's, I think that's where I, I am.
0: Yeah, cool. No, I love it. I love it, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it certainly... I, when I decided that I wasn't gonna go next year, I didn't want. I was really hoping, like that, you know, the rest of the team would be on board, and indeed, they are, so <laughs> far. Um, but uh, yeah, man, that's like I said, that's that's the attitude to have. Just like, just you know, don't go in with crazy expectations, and and uh, and not to say that I've had crazy expectations, but I know that. You know just just because of what has happened to me I've had all these amazing experiences, I can't help but have um, you know certain expectations and and just knowing that that there the disappointment is kind of crushing like it can be kind of crushing so that's part of my decision making
1: and I don't here's the thing too that like it is. It is getting a little harder as we're getting older. Maybe that's just the old man in me talking. Mm-hmm. But it is getting a little harder, man. Like energy level. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Combined with the increasing number of like crowds and lines that you're going to see every year. Is yeah. that just? Is that just old people talk, man? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Or? Oh man, I, for me too. Like I think the age
0: is a factor, man. Like, like pulling all nighters and camping out in line yeah like let me ask you this for just like waking up early i mean we we woke up like crazy early for this past comic-con you know and i'm i'm not talking like it was a 4 a.m wake up call i mean well no i mean i think that's when we when we said we were gonna meet right we were like let's meet at four yeah i I think that was like a typical almost every day we're like let's meet at four in our hotel lobby so that that means like setting your alarm for like three you know three like o'clock. i mean that's that's like that's that's comic-con right yeah. so um,
1: and you can see why a lot of people skip showers is because they need to <laughs> run in the lines yeah. early, right so you can yeah. sleep in a little bit not take a shower which and, is disgusting uh, <laughs> but it happens
0: yeah and just you know san diego comic-con is five days you know it's not like this weekend thing saturday sunday you're, you're done no this is Five days. So just, you know, just do the math. You know, you're waking up 3 a.m. each day. And I think we're pretty good about getting to bed at a decent time. But, you know, the, our itinerary is, is chock full, you know, into the night. Um, not late night. But, uh, it, but, but what I'm getting at is it's just like each night we're just getting a handful of hours of sleep. Yeah, I mean, that it adds not even up.
1: considering like the nighttime events that happen, getting dinner,
0: yeah. Yeah, dinner. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, there are – we we didn't do it so much, but there's nighttime activities. There's parties. Parties are a big thing at San Diego Comic-Con, you know. Um, yeah, sleep is just – it takes a backseat to everything during that time. <laughs> so – yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. It's, uh, it's a, a lifetime of, of awesome memories and experiences. And, you know, who knows? Maybe in the future I will make my triumphant return. But, Wait a uh, minute. So this you is know. your, like, farewell to Comic-Con <laughs> episode? I mean, in a, w- in a way, yeah, you we're know.
1: Gonna, like, we're going we're to drag you there somehow. <laughs> we're going to convince you. We're we'll going to hold your wife and kid hostage and say we're in San Diego. You better meet <laughs> us here. <laughs>
0: there is a certain, like, um, you have to be there element to it it is it is like the mecca it's the one big thing in the entire world you know san diego comic-con that is it you know um so yeah it's it's tough to to truly walk away so yeah who knows maybe uh maybe it isn't the 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 definite end here for me
1: i'm curious what it's going to be like if i were to ever take a break from comic-con and then return like five years later to see how things have changed oh yeah yeah, that might be an interesting sort of,
0: you know, comparison. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was thinking too. Just uh, the 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 walking away from it. it it's not easy because, like, what we what we've been talking about. There's this whole team aspect, you know, strength in numbers, uh, and there's the advantage of as a returning. Attendees. So it's really hard to just completely just walk away because if, yeah, if I, in the future I want to come back, it's a whole lot harder to get back into the system, right? So,
1: <laughs> you well, know. I think the, the biggest game changers now in like the current state of Comic Con is there's so much stuff happening in San Diego that even if you don't get tickets, you'll manage to find things to do outside yeah. the convention center because there's just so much stuff going on down there. That's true. And I wonder at what point are they going to put a limit on that stuff because at this point it doesn't seem like there's any limitation to what they're doing outside of Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, is, that's true. And some of the coolest experiences that, that we've been seeing in the last few years have been happening outside of Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, the this past con, some of the coolest stuff we did was completely outside of the convention, you know, so, um, yeah, and that is kind of – I don't want to say infinite, but there's a whole lot of venues in downtown San Diego to to hold stuff. So, you know, there's just a lot of potential for possibly even more stuff. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's really been where San Diego Comic-Con has been, I think, evolving, you know, outside the convention center. Uh, Things... Changed and uh, and yes, it has led to even more people in that area that time of year. Um, but it has also led to like newer experiences, different experiences, and yes, much awesomer experiences too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's this constantly changing sort of thing. So yeah, that would be interesting to like. What would it be like to? Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll walk away <laughs> for a few years, experiment. come back, and then, yeah, do a little, little comparison, like, before and after. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I imagine you being the one saying, I can't believe I missed last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, uh,
0: just just this, this next summer, you know, July 2018, I know there's going to be this FOMO that's going to be through the roof, you know, Uh, when especially all you guys are gonna be there I'm gonna be like oh man I (laughs) could have been there you know but
1: uh, I can say now that yeah I'm okay with that for now for now so (laughs) do you have any other conventions on the roadmap or is are you done with conventions altogether? oh absolutely not absolutely not and that actually
0: maybe in a small way is another factor for me opting out of, of SDCC next summer. You know for a while the Bay Area hasn't really had much of a convention you know WonderCon left us in uh, 2011 2011 was the last year of uh, of San Francisco WonderCon you know Um, I think not coincidentally 2012 was my first year at San Diego I was kind of like oh we got WonderCon I'm good but then no WonderCon (laughs) like okay I'm going to San Diego you know Um, but things have changed because WonderCon left, there's a big void for a while. But now, now there's two major conventions in the Bay Area. There's San Francisco Comic Con, just a couple years uh, they've been around, but that's gotten big and even bigger. Silicon Valley Comic Con, uh, again, they've just been around a couple years, um, but that's gotten really big. Um, you know, they they were previously known as Big Wow, right? Yeah. So they aren't completely fresh, like. San Francisco Comic-Con. But, yeah, that thing's really blown up. So those two cons, you know,
1: they're great, you know. Um, Had a great time at Silicon Valley this year. Yeah, man. The guest list caliber they got was pretty outstanding.
0: Yeah, it's gotten pretty awesome. And, um, you know, other stuff, like Walker Stalker comes around every so often, There's Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, who is also run by the Walker Stalker guys. Um, Wizard World in Sacramento, they're in NorCal, you know. So, like, there's a lot of local stuff that I can go to still. So that's, you know, like, I I, I feel like, oh, if I walk away from San Diego, that certainly doesn't mean, um, you know, I don't have access to, to local conventions. So, yeah, I'll definitely be continuing on locally and maybe even, um, you know, outside of California too, because, um, you know, I spoke with my wife about it and she knows, she knows the, the void that this is leaving, that, that, uh, <laughs> that my heart is broken. And she recognizes like, Hey, Hey, you know, um, uh, maybe the money we save from not going to San Diego, we could do like a destination con, which we have done, uh, at times we've got a New York comic con and, uh, other, uh, conventions outside of California. So, so yeah, no, this is certainly not the end. Absolutely not.
1: No way. Keep the dream alive. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Okay.
0: Speaking of lack of sleep, I foresee the month of November next month as being a time of a lot of lack of sleep for the both of us you know there's a lot of pretty cool stuff
1: happening next month right yeah oh man let's talk about what happened over the weekend <laughs> oh uh what, what are you talking about uh so i mentioned to you earlier about the 18t store holding this promo for the justice league oh yeah yeah cool. yeah so the flagship store in san francisco i think it's on one market they did a big game of thrones display um for the last, I want to say, like year, mm-hmm. or since the last season of Game of Thrones premiered, where they had the Iron Throne, yeah. they had a bunch of props, they had a bunch of swords and costume sets from the show at the store on display. It's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, so they had moved off from Game of Thrones and they've converted it into this big Justice League promotion. Right, right. Uh, where they have life-size statues, costumes, props from Justice League. Taking over that 18T store. What's cool is that, uh, specifically on Saturday, they had this thing where if you came in dressed in costume, you'd get a set of five exclusive character posters. Uh, they did this like green screen thing where they superimpose you with the Justice League. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a nice Instagram photo opportunity for people out there that love the Justice League. Yeah. Um, but what was cool is that uh, all other 18T stores were participating in this. So you'll see. Stores that are outfitted with Justice League stuff, uh, and every store was carrying those uh, those Justice League posters. So we were able mm-hmm. to nab a set of those. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And then Halloween weekend. Yeah. Lots of stuff happening. Stranger Things this weekend. Yeah, Stranger Things. I've two. only gotten to episode two. You've gotten to four. Yeah, I got through four. Um, I've already been hearing of people completing it by this morning, and I didn't want to hear any (laughs) spoilers, so I've been running around trying to avoid uh, all of those little birds talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, no spoilers. Even for the few episodes that we have seen, let's not spoil anything. But, I mean, that's nothing to brag about, our, our weekend of Stranger Things. I mean, you did two episodes, I did four. That's, like... That's pretty bush league. I mean, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're that's definitely nothing. not binge racing. Yeah, we're not bragging about that. That's for sure. <laughs> but I think what we can say is it's been good so far. You know, I think uh, I a lot of high expectations after season one, yeah, and they've I been. Like,
1: I like what I've seen so far. Yeah, me too. Me right back to they've been to that time. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, so the the rest of Stranger Things season two is on our plate for uh for november you know thor ragnarok
1: comes out oh man very soon yeah next this this week
0: yes that's right man uh so
1: you got your tickets you're watching it this week yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. so yeah we can talk about that uh next episode
1: oh we pre-purchased our justice league tickets what's up
0: yes justice league as well so that's a few weeks away and um and that same weekend, uh, The Punisher drops on Netflix, too. So, I mean, there's just so much shit to watch. There's there's, there's all kinds of stuff out there. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I think we're going to be missing out on sleep big time. <laughs> and oh, if, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, Doomsday just came to mind. Yeah, me too. Doomsday, Doomsday clock.
0: clock. Oh, okay. We're on the same level here. So, yeah, let me break this down. So, the weekend of Justice League... So, that opens essentially on a Thursday night. We're going to go see it on a Thursday. And uh, that same weekend, uh, that's when Punisher drops. And then days later, the subsequent Wednesday is Doomsday Clock. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sleep is going to be hard to come by, you know,
1: so... I'm excited. I can't wait. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm excited too, but it's almost like, man, can't they
1: just space it out a bit. Spread
0: this out a little bit. I guess they can't with the holiday season coming up. They want to cram it in before Thanksgiving. And everyone wants to stay away from like Star Wars,
1: right? Star Wars is going to obliterate everything in its path. Yeah. So Star Wars, I haven't gotten my tickets for that yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure there's going to be a million showings. Absolutely. I don't think tickets are going to be hard to find. Of course, if you're looking for specific choice theaters like you do, uh, that might be a bit of a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think uh, reserved seating theaters, uh, that, that ship may have sailed in terms of getting the seats you want in the theaters you want, at the showtime you want. Um, but, yeah, every theater in the world is going to be showing episode eight. So no, no worries about, like, getting to see it. I don't
1: want to see any more trailers.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love trailers, but I hate trailers. <laughs> yep, I feel your pain. <laughs> okay, I think we can wrap up, yeah? Yeah, man. Cool. With that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry and Rainier.